I know self-publishing is not for everyone. Nothing is. But if you've considered self-publishing for even a minute, listen up, because I'm betting I know what's holding you back from exploring it further or getting started. Number one, you think the self-publishing process is a lot harder than it actually is. And number two, you're understandably afraid of doing it, air quote, wrong. So I've created a new free resource for you. It's called the Self-Publishing Starter Kit, and you can get instant access to it by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash self-publishing 101. In this free training, you'll discover the exact four steps to focus on and mistakes to avoid so you can publish an incredible book that's indistinguishable in quality from a New York Times bestseller without overthinking, overguessing, or overspending in areas that won't make a difference. Again, visit publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash self-publishing 101 to get instant access. Welcome to the Write the Damn Book Already podcast. My name is Elizabeth Lyons. I'm a five-time author, and I teach people how to write and publish powerful, thought-provoking nonfiction and memoir without overthinking or getting caught up in extreme overwhelm. Because your story and message matter, and it's about to become someone's very favorite resource. For more book writing, publishing, and how the heck do I move through this glitch tips and solutions, and plenty of free resources, visit publishaprofitablebook.com. Welcome to this next episode of Write the Damn Book Already. Today, we are going to talk about some exciting stuff, like hitting bestseller lists, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, can't say USA Today anymore because they no longer have a bestsellers list. And we're going to talk about making your podcast number one in the entire, not just the whole world, but in the universe. Can you already hear the sarcasm. We're going to talk about all of these things because I get questions from people, from authors, whether they're writing their book or they've written their book or getting it to have a little bit of new life after a few years, which by the way, people do all the time. There are so many books out there that either do well or don't do so well right when they come out. And then a year later or even two years or three years later, somebody gets a hold of it and dances with it on TikTok or something happens and all of a sudden it's it's everywhere. So key there is never give up. But a question I hear a lot is should, it starts with should, which is always a big indicator for me, should I pay to play? Or should I join these, you know, how are people doing book tours and how are people getting creative about getting the word out about their books? So we're going to talk about all of that stuff today and I'm super excited. Before I launch into that, I want to let you know about a really exciting upgrade to Book Writing Made Simple. If you are not familiar with Book Writing Made Simple, it is my 12-month program for writing powerful nonfiction or memoir. In addition to having access to all of my online trainings and downloads and videos and resources and all of those things for those 12 months, you now have, we now have two 
monthly coaching calls. It used to be one a month. And what I was finding was that it was getting really tricky with different time zones and people's work schedules and different countries even. And so people who were wanting to join weren't able to. And once you skip a whole month and therefore you go eight full weeks without joining a coaching call, it's really easy to just kind of fall off the wagon. And another thing that was happening is people were feeling like, uh, I haven't written in four weeks or six weeks and I wasn't able to join the last call. So I'm just not going to come to the next one because I don't really have anything to report. And when you don't have anything to report, that's actually one of the best reasons to come to these calls because not only can we talk through any issues you might be having or any thoughts that you're having that are keeping you stuck, But you'll hear other people and you will feed off of their energy and their enthusiasm and their questions and the responses they get to those questions. So if you haven't joined yet, what in the world are you waiting for? You can go to publishaprofitablebook.com and click on the Work With Me tab. It'll take you to all the courses and programs of which Book Writing Made Simple is one and get yourself enrolled so that you can show up to our next coaching call and get that damn book written already. All right, so what we're going to talk about today are these lists I have received, and this is not an exaggeration, four emails in the last six days, maybe five, which included a weekend from people saying, hey, Elizabeth, I can get your authors this, that, or the other thing. Let's schedule a call so we can figure out how to work together. Okay. So what they can get my authors is um, New York Times bestseller list for $250,000 for the audiobook. They can get my clients to number one or the top 10 in Apple Podcasts for multiple five figures. They can get my authors tons, and I think the word actually was tons, of legitimate Amazon reviews. Again, at least four, high four figures, low five figures is the investment in that. And what was the fourth one? The fourth one had something to do with publicity, getting on all the major shows, you know, Good Morning America, the Today Show, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. I'm not going to say for one second that having a spot on Good Morning America or having your book hit New York Times bestseller or having a top 10 podcast is bad. It's not bad at all. It's amazing. The thing is, there is a huge difference between gaming the system and leveraging the system. So if you are looking to leverage the system because you want to identify shortcuts, and some of them are paid, to getting your book in a position where it sustainably attracts buyers, podcast listeners, reviews. I mean, in order to get a legitimate review, ostensibly people have to read the book, especially if it's the ebook, because Amazon can tell if they've never opened the book and they're very likely to throw those reviews right out the window. But the key word here is sustainable. So the flash in the pan, I'm a number one Amazon bestseller, and then we go look, and yes, they are number one in automotive repair, even though their book is about gardening or nutrition. And then the next week, they're long gone off the list. And by the way, another new thing is uh, I'm number one in new releases in automotive repair, and only one book came out that week. So of course you're going to be number one. And lest it sound like I'm being negative, I'm, I'm not trying to be negative. If it 
trips your trigger to hit that list, you know, to be number one in automotive repair, even though you've written a book about cutting sugar out of your diet, if that excites you, by all means, go do it. Don't pay someone to do it, though. It's the easiest thing in the world for you to just do by yourself. I promise. But go do it and take the accolade. Just in a couple of weeks when the book isn't selling, don't get too upset or concerned or confused as to why that is happening. What I love more than anything is long-term sustainable growth. And in a market, and we're talking about the whole market, not just the book industry, but in a space right now where people are pummeled, like pummeled with products, books, anti-aging creams, There's a new Pilates thing that like doesn't even hook to a wall. It's not even a reformer. You just hook it to your doorknob or something like that. Like we are pummeled with this stuff all day, every day. So the minute you stop talking about your book, sales are going to decrease unless someone else is talking about it for you. So unless you have a lot of people on the social media platforms sharing your book, that helps for sure, which is why you'll see authors asking people to share pictures of the book that they're reading or to share things with a certain hashtag and then the authors reshare because it's about it's about someone seeing something if, if they've never heard of you the old thing is still true that someone needs to see something between nine and 13 times before they're actually going to purchase it this is still true I know I know it's true because it's true for me I've seen the Pilates thing like 11 times I'm, I'm close I'm close to buying it but it hasn't happened yet But the flash in the pan stuff, to just be able to say, oh, I'm a number one anything. Like I had not number 10 in the podcast. You say it, but then you're you're gone. You've fallen off. You and and the fall off is so fast. And if you're not willing to do the work to keep yourself there, then whatever you did to get yourself there which is usually the pay-to-play, is incredibly short-lived. And unless you have just a ton of money to burn, and again, these are bucket list items, like you just say, I want to just be able to say that I hit number eight in in the Apple store. And if that's a bucket list item and money is no object, I mean, go forth and have super fun. That's, that's awesome. But for most people with whom I work and with whom I speak, there's a budget to work with. And there's a decision that has to be made about, okay, what, where do I get the most bang for my buck, literally? Like where, if I have X number of dollars to spend, should I put it toward this, 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 or this? In that instance, the should is valid because we have to look at each possible opportunity. There are a lot of authors right now, actually, and they're more so in the romance space, but they're not even selling their books on Amazon or the other platforms because they just want they just sell direct. And there are there are cons with that. There, there are pros and there are cons and, and all we could go into that. That could be an entire episode in and of itself. But the bottom line is that there are all different ways to do this. So there are people who will have two reviews on Amazon, but yes, they are selling thousands of books through conferences and events and speaking engagements and things in the back of the room. A lot of this stuff is just a buildup. 
And it's a decision on what do you most want to do? And if you put your passion and your energy into what you most want to do, let's say starting a podcast, and then you find some of the little tips and tricks. It's like reels on Instagram, right? There were all these people who sold courses. A lot of them were quite good. I bought several on how to get your reels seen by more of your ideal audience. It wasn't just about the number of views. It was about the people seeing them who would be interested in your book, your product, your service, whatever. And a lot of those were great. You invest three, you know, low three figures, like under $200. You get these proven tips and things that work that you didn't even know you could do. They tell you about all these apps that you can use that you've never heard of. And therefore you don't have to spend hours scrolling through the app store, wondering which ones to spend $3.99 on. Many of them are free. All those things, that's leveraging what's out there to shortcut your experience. But it's to shortcut your experience so that you can maintain some level of stability and sustainability and growth in whatever it is you want to do. So hitting something and being a flash in the pan for five minutes really does nothing. Getting a bunch of, even if they're legitimate, and I I really don't even understand this, Amazon reviews, like hundreds, thousands, whatever of Amazon reviews, if they're not even written by your ideal, yes, having a lot of reviews definitely helps you come up higher in the search results on Amazon if someone is searching for a keyword that relates to your book. We're we're not going to doubt that. But you know what is a less expensive and more authentic and leverageable way to do that? Just keep talking about your book to the people who would love to buy your book. Do giveaways, have reasons to give away free copies, give away like all kinds. And then you get actual legitimate reviews too that you can share. Share the reviews on social media. Share them in your stories. When you put them in your stories, have a link that says, I need this book. They click on it. They go right to the preferred distributor, whether it's Amazon or, or Bookshop or wherever, whatever wherever you want to most support that particular day. And they go and they buy it. And then the also bots ring true. Because if you're selling the book, even at 99 cents to a bunch of people who typically buy thrillers and manga and romance, and your book is about cutting sugar out of your diet, then in your also bots, it's going to show all these books. You've got this book on sugar and down in the also bots, it's going to show manga and poetry, which makes no sense. And on the reverse side of that, when someone goes and buys the contemporary romance, your book is going to show up in the also bots, which doesn't really work very well because that audience, the reason they show them the also bot is because they want the people to buy more of what they've clearly shown an interest in, which is not removed sugar from their diet, it's romance or manga or thrillers or historical, whatever, historical fiction, whatever. So there's a method to this madness. And the thing that nobody wants to talk about seemingly is that part of the method is time. There's a magic bullet if you want to spend upwards of multiple six figures sometimes to grab that magic bullet. But what next? And so that's what I ask when I talk to people who say, I have this thing that your authors will love. I'm always like, but then what? So they hit, they hit number eight on Apple entrepreneurs category, which you can do, by the way, by just having an incredible episode and sharing it like crazy and asking other people to share it. It's more work for sure. But when you're on a budget and or when you're not on a budget and you just want to do it in a sustainable way, this works. So this isn't me saying that there's anything bad about these businesses that do these. That's not what I'm saying, to be clear. This is really meant to be an encouragement and a little bit of a breathe out 
Like, let's all exhale. For the people who are thinking, oh my God, is the only way that I can do this and get sustained growth and get reviews and get eyes on my book and get buyers to my course or my program is to spend all this money and bring all this stress into my world of, okay, you have one day or one week to hit this thing. Go, 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 go. And if you're not willing or able to go do the go, 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 because you don't know what the process is and the algorithm and all those things, then you have to pay someone else a lot of money uh, to do that. And they command that level of money because they do know the algorithm. They do know the process. They do know at which outlets the book, the podcast, et cetera, has to sell or be downloaded in order for you to hit those numbers. There are a lot of people out there doing strong businesses very, very quietly And there are a lot of people screaming from the rooftops about how they're number eight in this and number two in that and number four in this, and they don't know how they're going to pay the electric bill next month because they just spent all of their retirement and all of their everything on this campaign. It's not the only way to do it, not by a long shot. And there are so many creative ways to get your book out there. We talk about these a lot, even in Book Writing Made Simple. Even though that's about the book writing component, people are starting to think when they're writing their book about different ways to get the word out. So blog tours. A lot of people aren't going on book tours anymore, again, because of the expense. Traditional houses aren't paying for them. Independent authors aren't paying for them. So how else do we do it? Well, there are local indie bookstore tours that you can do in your state. Find your indie bookstores, contact them, set up a signing. They can buy the books on consignment or they can buy them straight away from Ingram. And there you go. Do virtual book tours. There are tons and tons of, one of my authors did one a couple of months ago with a group called Kate Rock Book Tours. And you can find her on Instagram and she has a group and you'd want to do it provided your book is aimed at Kate's readership. But basically the book travels, it goes on a tour through all these blogs that Kate works with. And my author ended up getting a lot of sales from that and a good number of reviews as well. So there's that. I have an author right now who is speaking to empty nest moms, and she has a plan to go and speak on college campuses, you know, like parents weekend, or there are so many ways to get creative about it without feeling like you have to reach this pinnacle of I'm number seven. And yes, we hear the New York Times bestselling author saying, I I hit the list because it's super exciting, but then it's done. And they didn't pay to hit that list. They just hit that list because they wrote an amazing book and they had a lot of pre-orders and their publisher did the thing and it worked out the way it worked out. And there are a lot of traditionally published authors who technically should have hit the list based on the numbers and they don't because at the end of the day, the New York Times bestseller list is an opinion piece and a lot of people don't realize that. But the editors get to make the final decisions and it's not always based on the numbers. So there have been a lot of instances where authors are quite ticked off because based on the numbers, they should have hit that list and they didn't. And yet they keep going. So if you are reached out to by any of these people, and if it sounds exciting and fun, then by all means have at it. There are a lot of people in that space who you can pay multiple five and even six figures to have your book featured in a certain way. And they're, they have their integrity intact and everything, and they know what they're doing and they offer a refund if you don't hit it and all those things. So this is not me telling you not to do it. This is me saying you don't have to do it. And so if you're feeling like that's the only way and you're seeing other people posting and you're wondering, how are they getting this? 
That's how they're getting it. Another little tip is sometimes people will say, oh my gosh, I've been featured. It was a big thing for a while, Forbes magazine. I've been featured in Forbes. It, it, I won't say it's easy to get featured in Forbes. It's certainly not easy to write your own article and have it fully published in Forbes. But there's a service called HARO. It stands for Help a Reporter Out. And it's actually one of the bold moves in my 25 Days of Bold Moves Challenge, which is free. And it's also available on the publishaprofitablebook.com website. You can just sign up. It's it's 20, did I say 45? It's 25 days of bold moves for authors and aspiring authors. So whether your book is already out there or going to be out there, these are just bold things that you can do every single day to help increase your confidence, increase your visibility, sell more books. One of them is to join Harrow. Harrow, it's H-A-R-O dot, I think net, or it's help, no, it's helpareporter.net. I'll put it down in the show notes. But essentially, every day, journalists go out and they post, I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens of queries and requests for content for articles that they're writing. And some of the articles that they're writing are for magazines and publications you've absolutely never heard of. And others of them, you've definitely heard of. You'll see Forbes. You'll see the major newspapers, many of the major magazines, Fast Company, Business Insider, all of those things do show up. And you they let you know what they're looking for, and you submit your response, your contribution. And if they're interested, they will contact you and they will get your information and they will include it. And then you get to say, hey, I was just mentioned in this article. It's free. It's completely free. Harrow has a paid version. I've never used it. I've been using Harrow since they first came out. There are over 55,000 journalists and bloggers who use it to get sources for their articles. So if you just want to be featured somewhere, it's not, you don't necessarily need to hire a high-end publicist or I just, I want to remove the roadblocks that people have in their head, the mind blocks that think, make them think, I can't do this without fill in the blank. Yes, it may take a little bit more time and energy and research and work. That's absolutely the case. But if you don't have the money or you don't want to invest that level of money. And again, if you do, awesome. But if you don't, there's another way. There's another way to get, to leverage the system, to learn the system, and not just have to game the system for an accolade that is not going to allow your book sales or your visibility to grow in a sustainable way. So... I hope that has been helpful. If you have any questions, as always, don't hesitate to contact me. You can email me, elizabeth at elizabethlyons.com, or you can DM me on Instagram. My handle over there is elizabethlyonsauthor. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, this is your friendly reminder to follow or subscribe, leave a quick review, and share it with someone you know has a great story or message, but isn't sure what to do next. Also, remember to check out publishaprofitablebook.com for book writing resources and tips and to see all the ways we can work together to get your book out into the world. Again, thanks so much for listening and I'll talk with you again soon.